0: Every year on days like this, when we're about to face severely freezing temperatures, I do three things. Number one, check the oil tank to see that we have enough fuel. Number two, keep a trickle of water flowing in the faucet so the pipes won't freeze. Number three, unfollow all my Facebook friends who are posting smug pictures of themselves in the tropics. I use the snooze for 30 days option because I know they'll be back home by then. But fear of frozen pipes notwithstanding, I actually enjoy cold weather and embrace the Danish practice of hygge, a mood of coziness and comfortable conviviality with feelings of wellness and contentment. Hygge is a survival strategy, a way to manage the long days of darkness, the months of isolation, and the hours we're forced to spend indoors. So how do you, Huga? how do you avoid depression and cabin fever and seasonal sadness? It's no accident that Denmark is ranked by psychologists as one of the happiest countries in the world. It's true that they have a great social welfare system, but it's also a fact that they have one of Europe's coldest and darkest winters. And instead of fleeing to what they don't have, which is winter vacation homes in the tropics, they've learned to embrace what they do have. They huga, For one thing, Danes actually like to hang out with each other, which is a great way to get through the winter. They're not as individualistic and private as Americans. They tend to congregate at restaurants and community dinners, but they also like to have people over for dinner, which is something we Americans don't do a lot anymore. We find it too stressful we say we're too busy or we don't want to clean the house or we get intimidated by thinking that we have to cook fancy meals personally i think pizza salad and wine is the way to go or soup and chili hosts and guests feel comfortable dressing down for a dinner like that even people on different diets can find something to eat, and nobody feels the pressure to reciprocate with a big gourmet dinner. Huga is a lot about simplicity. And talking about food, Danes don't count calories. There's a lot written about the Nordic diet whole grains and berries, fatty fish and root vegetables. But what stands out to me is that after New Year's, many Americans begin restrictive eating regimens to atone for the excesses of the holidays. And those diets make us miserable, precisely at the time of year when it's hardest to be happy. Exercise is another big Huga thing. While American families often have as many cars as there are adults in the house, Denmark has more bicycles than people. Me, I love long walks through the dunes and woods in the winter. We all know that the sleepiness we feel while staring at a fireplace or a TV set is a lot more pleasant when that fatigue comes from a tired body rather than a food coma. There are a ton of books written about Hygge that describe the fine points of the lifestyle. The fact that Danes use a lot of candles to make their homes feel more restful, that they recommend having one especially comfortable outfit to hang out in, but never, never to wear out of the house. And recipes, lots of recipes, especially for buttery baked goods. There's a reason that those Fruit-filled pastries are called danish after all. But the real trick concerning huga is that you have to plan it and put some work into making it happen. It's not just about wearing sweatpants and watching hulu. And it's more than a staycation. It's about creating a sanctuary, a warm house full of people who care about you, a safe space in a crazy world. And in spite of all the posts you see on Facebook, some of us find that just as fulfilling as being a tourist on the beach. I'm Ira Wood, and that's my opinion.